Welcome back to Have You Heard, the podcast where we discuss underappreciated music from different genres, artists, and eras. I'm your host, Trevor. In this episode, we're going to be talking to Northwestern artist Jay Towns. Hope you enjoy. Cool. What's up, man? What's going on? Thanks so much for, for hopping on. Dude, thanks for having me, for real. Yeah, I remember uh, I'm a transfer. I'm new to Northwestern. So I remember the first like videos when I was just applying and everything. You were the first one to pop up. <laughs> and it was, I appreciate it. So it's cool to finally like get to talk to you and stuff. Um, yeah, you too. Going back to that sort of social media stuff, it seems like you have a lot going on <laughs> just all the time. So I wonder mm-hmm. how, how you balance that with school and everything. Well, the great thing about what I'm studying, theater, music, tech, and entrepreneurship, lots of the things that I am learning in classes, I directly apply to stuff I do outside of class. Obviously, there's still like schoolwork that's kind of annoying to like have to get done. But I'd say like 80% of the things that I'm learning in class, like I apply to some project that I'm doing currently. To me, it doesn't feel so much as school art work. It kind of all blends together because I'd love to do my art for my job, which is what I'm studying. You know what I mean? It's not too bad, actually, the balance. Obviously, you know, with my own projects like the YouTube channel and music, things that I'm not actively endorsed to do at school, that is what I use my extra time on. Actually, I feel like this is a perfect time to do this podcast episode because I'm like right now in the midst of planning for a music video I'm shooting tomorrow. Maybe we could talk about that later. But the balance, I'm it, I'm very used to it, but I, I think I think it's pretty, my schedule is always kind of like something's moving, but that's, that's the way I like it. And I, I think that Northwestern, for better or for worse, has kind of conditioned me with and is in our DNA mindset, which can be toxic at times, but for me, most of the time, it's it's more of like an encouragement. I feel empowered to do not only whatever I want, but whenever I want to do it, oftentimes that coincides with other projects. And that's just kind of the lifestyle that I want to have starting it early, I guess. Yeah, that's so dope. I guess we could just jump into the music right now if you want. So do you direct your own music videos and how much creative control do you have in that sort of process? So I do direct my own videos, but I've also, I have one video up on my channel right now that was directed by a friend of mine. But even in in that case, which was a great video, that was the green music video was directed by my friend Hannah, because I I had made that song to be featured in her film. So that was really cool. And she actually was editing the music video while she was editing the film. And so there were actually clips of the film, like intertwined with the music video pretty seamlessly so that was that was dope and in that case she directed it because she definitely had the vision for the, the the project and it was also to serve a promo for the film but other other music videos i've i've directed and i'm directing this next one that i'm doing but even when i'm not even when you know in in the case of green i, I didn't ever feel like i didn't have like creative control or creative input to say the least i think though that the director usually is the person who is seeing how it's going to come together in the end product. And so more frequently than not, the director is also going to edit a music video. And so in the case of Green, I wasn't editing it because I didn't have the footage. So I felt like Hannah would have been more appropriate to bring that vision together, um, which she's very good at. For songs like 19, which is another music video that's up on my channel, 
I had the whole idea like in my mind. I just needed somebody to help me shoot it. And so in that case, like I directed it because I also ended up editing that. So that's that's kind of how it goes with directing and creative liberties. Yeah, and I wonder how was it when you first started making music and putting stuff out? Dude, <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other day. It is such a combination of, you have to be kind of either like, I don't know if it's like in love with your work or just kind of naive, <laughs> but, and I mean like, and the passion obviously has to be there. The passion I think is the number one thing, but like, cause I look back, I was literally thinking about this yesterday. I am so like proud of the, the music that I'm making currently and like just the production value of it. I feel like I, I spend a lot of time on it and I feel like it just sounds professional and like it's strange to think about the music that I made like just like a year ago that I'm still proud of like writing wise and and inspiration wise because I'm like this definitely came from the heart this was something that I wanted to get out it was like artistic expression right but I'm like I would like never listen to this just because I was like so new at producing most of the tracks that I've released before like just aren't at the caliber that I would like that my stuff is at now and that I like when I compare what I make to what I listen to just isn't at the same. And so I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, my friends really like reposted that on their stories. Like, (laughs) and I'm like, I don't know. We were all just like on the train of like, yo, this is artistic expression. And so that's what matters. Or if they were all like secretly like, yo, this is actually trash, but we support Jay. And the funny thing is, is like, I'll never have to know because that gave me the confidence to keep going. And now I feel like I am at the place where I really am putting up Dukes with anybody who could be on the radio. You know what I mean? So, but it, it definitely took that, that confidence and that support group at the beginning to keep going. Cause I swear, I, I, I almost could guarantee, like, if people were like, stop making music (laughs) when I had started I probably would have stopped because it was a new thing for me and I I think that new artistic expression requires support to to get going and and how are you learning in the beginning was it just through YouTube videos just you know throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks or it was a combination of both you know I've been a musician I would say for the majority of my life always musically in tune but when it came to producing that was a completely different thing and something I was really excited about doing and never really had time to get into until quarantine hit and there was literally nothing else to do it was a lot of YouTube I always suggest when people ask how did you learn how to do that just go on YouTube I learned all the music theory I ever needed to learn on YouTube and more that translated to me doing like AP music theory in high school and being very comfortable with music theory in college, everything you ever would need to know is on YouTube. You don't need to take classes or anything. And that was the same thing for producing. So I came in to 2020. I know musically what I want in my head, but it was so frustrating getting to a computer, having to figure out routing audio and and quantizing MIDI tracks, just things that you don't think about when you're in artist mode. And that's kind of when I started going into producer stuff. And now I understand what it takes to get the idea from the head to the computer and out in the exported track, which is a completely different skill. And so, yeah, that was really frustrating to work with at the beginning, but it it was just, yeah, it was lots of trial and error, lots 
of hours just sitting at my computer, hunched over my computer, just my computer crashing, like my laptop, not CPU, not being able to work. My next investment probably has to be in another computer just because files are getting too big, etc. But anyway, I digress. Uh, yeah, I learned almost everything I know how to do from YouTube. It seems like you're sort of able to translate what's in your head onto the DAW. How, how often are you making music? Is it as frustrating as it was before? To answer the first half of the question, I'm making music consistently, but not frequently. So basically, I, I consistently, on a consistent basis, I will pour a whole day into a track, but I don't work a little bit every day. My, my schedule is not really conducive to like, I'm going to work for an hour on this song today. It's more so like I get in the grind. It's usually a Saturday or Sunday. And I sit down with tea at 10 a.m. and I'm there until like five. <laughs> and then I have a song. I, I definitely have gotten a lot more efficient with my time. And, and I tend to work in, in blocks and chunks. And I feel like lots of artists tend to work this way. Producers, I feel like, have more of the approach of like, I can whittle this down um, day by day. But I feel like I'm more of an artist who learned how to produce out of necessity rather than like a, a producer who just loves to sit and work at my computer. I'm really hoping to get better at, at producing to the point where I, I can feel comfortable producing for other people. Like I, I'm also thinking about that as a possible route to go with my life. Don't really even know how that's going to go. But so like I make music consistently, consistently I'll, I'll do it about once a week for like hours at a time. And yeah, it's, it's gotten a lot faster. It's just getting comfortable with the DAW. I use Studio One, which I think is amazing. I got it because it also allows me to compose music on there. If you have heard of Sibelius or, or like Finale, basically there's like music transcription that is a part of it, which is for me as a composer, musical theater writer type stuff that's also very useful so kind of like two birds with one stone and yeah I mean I, I got it Christmas of 2019 didn't use it until 2020 when everything stopped and I've been using it ever since and I love it and the more you use it I, I mean every song that I've made so far I have learned something that I wish I had put in every other song before yeah, and, I, and I love what you said about consistency, but not frequency. I think, you know, artists, well, when they're not making music or when they don't feel like making music, what do they do to, mm. to get in that zone? What, what's that for you? Man, I mean, it's, this is so cheesy, but it's like just living life. It's because, and this is the same thing with acting too, which is something I'm also very passionate about. But when it comes to art, I feel like, you need to have your experiences to then pour into your art. If I don't feel like making music, unless I'm like commissioned to, like if I'm making it for something, but if it's just me and I'm, I'm, I want to sit down and make a song and it's not coming, like I don't think anything good comes from forcing that. I go out and I just live my life. I hang out with my roommates. I eat sushi. I occasionally freestyle to beats I find on YouTube in my car. I just live and, and then something happens that inspires me or makes me think of something or I hear a melody. A, a song I'm working on right now was inspired by my 
my like next door neighbors play violin. And I just was walking out one day going to class and I just overhear this violin classical piece and something about the melody was just like really catchy. Quick on voice notes, I just was like, I'll save that for later. That was something that I was able to build off of. You just never know where the next thing's going to come from. And so I, I try not to force it. I think I'm naturally inclined to make something when I feel something. So I don't really feel the need to like force that. It definitely comes when it needs to. I, I wouldn't call myself like a professional music artist. Like it's not my only thing. I don't feel that pressure to have to make something to make money. You know what I mean? I think for artists out there doing it, it's a different conversation. For me, like, it's a very fun, very uh, invested in hobby, but like still a hobby. So I don't, I don't feel the pressure, you know? That's great. Honestly, I have a ton more questions, but I just want to make sure we get in your music video that you said you're filming tomorrow. Oh, yes. Yeah, I appreciate you making time for that. I just I feel like it would be a, a great opportunity to talk about while we're here. I am shooting a music video for a song called Moves that I made. It was one of those that was, I felt like a really good catchy idea that I, I ended up finishing it in like two weeks and was, okay, I'll, I'll totally make a music video for this one day. And then I was selected to compete in Battle of the Bands for Mayfest to compete for a spot, a set for Dillo. And they required a 20 minute set. So I was like, hmm, got this new song got this music video idea, let's incorporate that. So now my plan is to incorporate this music video, another music video that I've been sitting on and a Tiny Desk-esque kind of set for some stripped versions of some other songs that I've made to compile into one big Mayfest set. So I'm very excited about the opportunity to put so much of the new stuff I've been sitting on out at the same time and debuting it for Battle of the Bands. I, I just think it would be a really great idea. So I mean, I got this together super quick. I put out the first interest call, I think on Wednesday. Since then, so many people have just reached out to just be like, yeah, I'd love to be in it. Yeah, I'd love to help out with it. And so it's always for me, when I see other people investing in my vision, like half the people didn't even know what the song was called or what the music video was going to be about. But they were like, Jay Towns is making a music video. I'm down. That inspires me to make it something that is worth somebody else's time. It's so exciting to me. I can't believe something that I like walked outside, heard this melody, put it into a MIDI track, made a little beat, put some words on it. And now I'm about to meet a bunch of people I'd never met before tomorrow and make this awesome thing that we can all share and will also be serving a purpose for my set. Like that's dope. I, I love that process. I, I fall in love with that process. So that's what the music video is about for Moves. And I'm, I'm super excited for you to see it, for other people to see it, and especially for people to feel like they're a part of it, the people who are going to show up, work on it, and be acting in it. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for listening. This is Trevor Duggins for NBN Audio.